Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Welcome to the Northern Outcast Outdoors Podcast. The Outcast. Powered by ANF Custom Calls. Veteran Innovative Products. So it has been a year? Question mark? It's just about, bud. Just about a year. So uh, this is the new home of the podcast as well, too. There's been a, a lot of crazy shit going on that behind the scenes or whatever, but... The outcast now exists with the distraction. That is correct. Which is our people, half mm-hmm. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess technically, yeah. I'm a part of both, so it made sense. We got the same people back with us here. We got our mm-hmm. same sponsors, A&F, our dude Kyle, hooking us up as always for turkey season. We got our boy Matt down south, bringing the broadheads. Oh, yeah. VIP Archery. New rebranding and everything they're doing right now. Oh, yeah. They just dropped four new broadheads. Yeah. New colors, too. I mean, I like the red, white, and blue. The green's pretty cool, though, not going to lie. I think they went more streamlined. Um, They have a new backer right now, like a new investor kind of deal where they're going more streamlined. They're trying to push a lot of products. Oh, yeah. Our dude Spencer out west, the off-grid, he's not really a sponsor, but he's a homie. And yeah. he's getting his shit back up and running again, too. Much love for that dude. Oh, my God. He has the best food out there. Look him up, Off-Grid Food Company. Nobody touches that. No. Nope. And finally, big announcement and slash segue, Citizens Hunt Co. If you're watching the video, we got some hats right here. I got one on right now. They're here. Half of them are here right now. Yeah, what's up, guys? One third. Call it one third? It's just Aller and I, so there's... Yeah, I'm basically just yeah. he's a just the face. <laughs> he's a, he's a he's a I'm the model. I'm the model you see in the magazine. Yeah, the, uh, that's me. Face, but yeah, we're like, Seth, if you talk loud enough, you'll get you'll be on here. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, like, talk if you, yeah. if you want. Yeah. yeah. So we have we have an apparel sponsor now slash hat slash apparel. Right. One of the first episode back. It makes absolute sense to have one of the homies on here. Our dude Joe Seaburn, Whisper in the Wind Outdoors. Today, he's back. Second place? Second place. Second place Grand at... National Reserve Champion. The Grand National Reserve runner-up. Second place. But higher rank in the world right now? Well, that's... That, today's hunt was WTDA, which is World Tree Dog Association. But National Sporting Dog, we finished up this past hunting season. Second in the standings. And that's in the entire world, right? That is for everybody that runs squirrel dogs through a national sporting dog. So you say world, it's kind of whatever, but <laughs> I mean, it is literally the world and it's 
I mean, it's pretty wild that you're sitting here in a basement recording a podcast with us right now. With you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, Willow's been, Willow's been real good to me. So I can't, I can't complain whatsoever. Hell no. I mean, we have you on every year, but I mean, this year's been pretty big. It's been a big year. It's been a big year. I mean, year. The, one of the bigger ones for sure. We've been pushing to try to get her into the Hall of Fame, which we fell short of this year. Second place pretty much every single week, but just couldn't seal the deal to get her in. Couldn't get the wins we needed, but we will be back at it next year trying again. I mean, how many events did you run this year in total? I mean, you were over over 20 at least. Yeah. Season starts in the first round of the season starts in around April. I think we went to two or three hunts in April, and then it really ramps up in September. I think this year and last year, I was somewhere within the tri-state area 20-some weeks from September through now, March, every time. I mean, you snap us at yeah, least every, every, every day. Saturday. Every dog's out running. That's what you, you, guys, you guys text me, hey what, <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing this Saturday? Because I try to get you guys out hunting too, and Sabelli's the only one that I can get to go with me because... Unreal. First of all, that's a deplorable thing to say on the air right here. <laughs> and to be fair, he's the only one that doesn't he, he, work. He's the only one that, to, to, be, to be fair, he's the only one with no set schedule that I can rely on anytime. But Bless his little heart. Yeah, pretty much five days a week, we're out there trying to stay in shape. Getting my steps in myself. She's getting me in shape. Yeah. I mean, dude... It's been, I'm going to be honest with you, since, like, the last two years that you've been, like, sending us stuff of, like, you know, ABC or whatever. You've been hitting more spots this year, I feel like, than you have. This year's been heavy. It was nice because, off camera, we we had some COVID stuff going on at work. So, I pretty much had all of December off. So, I hunted 30 days in December, pretty much. Big news, though. Took the dog to the vet. She was 72 pounds in September. I yelled at my wife for it. I screamed at her. <laughs> took her to the vet. <laughs> took her took her to the vet yesterday. Down to 58 pounds. We're, we're, we're in running muscle. shape. We're good. Dang, we're good dude. now. So I thought your wife was supposed to be the one taking her jogging in the morning. She was supposed yeah. to be. I thought that was yeah, the big that was deal. The <laughs> that yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. Dog but sleeping in in bed. Yeah, and she else. sleeps under mm-hmm. the covers and just <laughs> snuggles. All right, so I know you set goals for your dog each year. Where did you fall with your goal list this year? Um, a lot of the goals that I said I actually accomplished this year. I wanted, I said, I think I had them written down. Let me look real quick. Jamie, look that up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Sibeli, can we insert Google that shit? Can we insert commercial here? <laughs> um, you want to get stuff done? My, my 21 22 competition goals that I set for her were one, to get her in the Hall of Fame, which we fell short of this year. I wanted to. Be top two in PA, top two in Ohio, top two in a surrounding state, top two hounds in the country, and top five overall, which we fell short of Hall of Fame, like I said. Uh, she was second overall in the standings. She was number two hound in the country. She was number two in Ohio and was number two in PA. We uh, fell short in the final hunt of the season in PA. She had a lead in the PA race, but fell short in the last hunt of the season, so... But every goal I set pretty much except for to get her in the Hall of Fame, which can't even complain about that. I almost started applauding like after you said all these goals you were like, that's phenomenal, it sounds like to me. Like, I mean, congratulations. Dude, Thank you. Be pretty damn we weren't 
We'll have to get these well, guys Well, you should hype on the guys depressed right we'll, now because we'll you need to get, get first. Yeah, for real, you guys got to come out I would out love to see a dog run like that. Yeah, we'll have to get out next year. No, I have a bloodhound. Really? I've got a bloodhound. Yeah. She loves squirrels. That's odd because they're so cold-nosed. Usually they don't yeah. mess with like, something. And it's like there's certain it. smells that she likes or certain smells she doesn't like. But squirrel, she knows. Really? And she actually has... Like she let her stuff. run with Willow. That's, she, yeah. I would love to, man. Yeah, but she, the only she thing won't is, is she dog, might be a little no. gun shy. <laughs> oh, really? I'll be honest, sidetracked. Like, you guys are the one that got me started filming my stuff. Because I remember I knew Boo in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For three years ago. Everybody. Yeah. The Euros on <laughs> <Yeah>. the watch. <laughs> and then you guys started filming your stuff, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I was like, I would love to, like, hunt with you guys and stuff like that. Yeah. And I ventured off and had my own side gig, so. And me and Boo got in contact, and that's how I met you. And Yep. Yep. It's all been, like, a weird... A weird love triangle. It's kind of the yes. one thing I was talking to Seth about, too, is, like, you know, we are all about, like, the group. Yeah. family the you know like the dudes like this yeah. is like the brotherhood the thing you know is too I mean? that not like, to be like completely gay and cliche okay, but like yeah that's kind of our vibe is right. like when we roll in you know it might yeah. not all be the same name but we're rolling in 10 deep dude like yeah. <laughs> you know that's how yeah. we go yeah. the thing is too though like obviously me you and ryan were shenango union yeah. but we all grew up within 10 miles of each other yeah. and this <laughs> is what this yeah. is what brought us together yeah yeah, yeah awesome. I mean, that's what's crazy is like kyle and i graduated together and then we didn't talk for 12 years or, wow. or more yeah we got busy or, man i like saw him at like our our uh laurel sportsman's night out it was like the high school we went to and i was like hey let's let's turkey hunt together let's do like you know we should, yeah we should get together and so him and i got together i don't even remember exactly how but we turkey hunted together a couple times, and, like, we've been, like, best friends and hunting partners, like, ever since. It's like we hunt together. Yeah. This guy's, like, a champion turkey caller. I mean, he talks to turkeys. Ooh, I mean, yeah, he I, grew up with one. It's right up and my he just, I swear, like, he just, you know, <laughs> listened to the guy's got the right different table. ears. You, you, you are in the right place. Yeah, he's yeah. got different ears than I do. But, you know, before I met him, I killed a lot of whitetail. But I had trouble with turkey. You know, I didn't know what to do. But. This guy, I know, is a champion turkey caller. So I took him out with me one time, and uh, we were at this farm I had permission on. It's a part of the Hunter Access Program. You know, you get on. Don't tell them how to do it. Yeah, well, all right. I won't. I won't. <laughs> they can figure that Google out on their own damn program. It's private, if, if, private public. Live, yeah. live like this, right. this is a turkey honey hole. It's turkey mecca. Yeah, you've said and, too much already. Oh, yeah. yeah you've gone well, way too oh, yeah. far. I'm already yeah. looking it up on <laughs> But listen, but listen, this, this guy, you know, we had a turkey hung up, gobbling its head off, just would not come any closer. This guy's very unselfish. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get up and start walking away from you. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, yep, that's it. I'm going to go about, you know, 50 yards. And he did. He did. He went up, heard him calling about 100 yards away from me on the opposite end of the field. All of a sudden, I just see this little red head. Coming through the saplings. <laughs> I'm like, son of you a get bitch. A, you, you think they think you move and that's right. This turkey was calling yep. her to him, calling her. This guy at the yep. corner of the table. This cute guy over here. <laughs> cute guy. Cute Gale. <laughs> He's looking mm. nice that day. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two hundred two hundred what, fifty pound But he starts and sure enough, this turkey you know, it, all we needed to do was to come to the edge of the field. See our setup. Once it saw our setup, they didn't care about him anymore. You know, it's like yep. I'm coming in. Funky you get that chicken. visual. 
Yeah. Funky, oh, chicken. Okay. funky chicken. Funky chicken. Okay. You missed that conversation. This guy was optimistic, no, I was too. I was here. I've seen a lot of action around that funky chicken. I made fun of him so uh-huh. bad when he bought that. and Because I thought it looked so ridiculous. <laughs> it does. They are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. It really does. I don't own one right now, but... Eventually, I they may, might not make them anymore. Them. You might have, you might be on the black market for. I'm pretty sure Walmart still chicken. carries them every spring. Oh yeah, yeah. Ten, but ten dollar deal. Funky chicken. <laughs> funky chicken. It's all like the a way. thirty-five dollar buy at Walmart. Cool you thing can't go yeah. wrong. All that you're saying though is like Seth coming in, like a different voice, mm-hmm. voice yeah. using air quotes, like calling. It's like me and Joe we talked to Belly last year. Spring, we yeah. talked about this the same the same way. It's like. I've been calling by myself. Bad. I've been calling Chucky. Yeah. It's it, it's almost like playing, you know, like if you play guitar and you go to someone else's house to jam and like someone else you've never played with yeah. before is like gives you some new shit and you're like, that's right. Oh, wow. You know, and like mm-hmm. you're out in the field and you hear someone else call and you're like, oh, wow. You know, it's so different from mm-hmm. what I've been doing. You know, you you are kind of playing an instrument. Sir, in I told way. you, there's oh, like sure. there's bubble clucks you do. I can't do them, and it's a whole different sound. From I picked what up I can on do. his yeah. bubble clucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I started doing what he was doing. We were walking together, hunting together. But why are you mad at me again? I was actually mad at you because <laughs> so me and Boo are obviously were training Sabelli in the area of turkey hunting. Oh, and we, we put busted, the training wheels back we, on. We, bu- we busted our ass. <laughs> We busted up. He's, he's off camera. You can't see him. He's laughing really hard. <laughs> we busted our ass for two days and had birds hang up both days. And I, I had to go home. I think I had to work. I couldn't get any more days I off. I know. I was really bummed about that, actually. And I went home that afternoon after we finished up. We had, that morning, their turkeys both were going Both those nuts. days, Spelly didn't know enough to realize how awesome of a day. He's had very successful hunt so far in my opinion yeah uh, listen all three days and i'm not i'm not talking shit when i'm saying this either too is like he hasn't experienced a rough turkey day yet you haven't experienced a day where you want to throw your shotgun back in the river like excalibur yes. yeah you know, unfortunately like, you know, and no oxygen in his brain so he doesn't remember <laughs> any of it <laughs> that's the problem why was that why was that <laughs> but anyway i had to go home that day and i i just knew it i knew something in me i was like they're going to chucky's place tomorrow they're they're gonna get on a bird at least, mm-hmm. and I got the Snapchat of somebody <laughs> dangling his bird over his shoulder the next morning at like six thirty in the morning. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" I was like, "I was so happy for him, but yeah, I wanted to be there." Oh. Oh, it, he's it, probably cheesing ear to ear, right? Yeah, oh, I was his first bird too. Yeah, his first, first ever bird. bird. Yeah. It was cool too that like we could be like a part of like that too. Like that was like so fucking yeah. cool. Like, but I, I don't think he realized. The first two days, what had happened? Because no, I think he was very happy to be hearing gobbles. Yeah, and me and you were super frustrated. Oh, we were pissed. We were, we were so, so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> for me and Boer, it was the worst two days in the turkey woods we had yeah. ever seen. I was. If Sabelli is like smiling here, he's like, I heard a gobble over there. <laughs> turkey flew right by our head. I'm like, listen, I almost shot a dude behind us. Yeah, we were bad. Yeah, Joe, that was bad. Me and Joe almost like arm wrestled in the middle of the woods once. Like, yeah. <laughs> But what? Yeah, that guy came in on a. He stalked my call because I was behind you guys. I did because I knew you were gonna be mad. (laughs) So backstory. So I was I was the main caller in the situation, and Boer was talking Sabelli through what was going on. I was on Daddy Daycare. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm I'm calling back there, and this Jake came in silent, had no idea that he was there whatsoever. And by the time we realized what happened, the Jake had flown. Over both of our heads. He was 
He was when close. he took off. Yeah, he, he wasn't was ten far. yards to like our. He was in five some, He was in a thicket behind. So them. he took off because he was spooked. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. Now. So, yeah. so on there. We we were we were making the right moves. We were we were down. It was right. He came in silent behind them, mm-hmm. which it happens. But yeah. I did. In my opinion, I was tucked behind a tree. I'm calling, and I see the Jake. I didn't even know he was there, but I see him fly. I'm like, what the fuck? What what happened there? Mm-hmm. And I look at Boer because he turns around, and looks at me. Yeah, I can't. I'm I like, can't with like the what? The, what I was the like, fuck? did you guys not see him? Because I didn't see him. When I heard him before he took off, I but I didn't know that I it was had no turkey. idea because I couldn't see with the blowdown to my right, and then I heard like, ch- 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 yeah, ch- ch- and I leaned over to him. I was like, Don't move. and the next thing I know, it's turkey shroom right past our yeah. heads. So <laughs> we like give each other the what the fuck just happened. Yeah, and I like no sooner two minutes later, I see this guy crest the knoll behind us, and I was like, the fuck? I just gave one of them, like what 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 are you doing mm-hmm. looks. And he, he just gave the wave and walked off. Boomer was like, what, what happened? What happened? I was like, I don't even saw one of us. Because <laughs> I knew if he saw that guy walk over there, no one knew that he spooked him. We were going to be throwing down in the middle of Tynesta National Forest over there. <laughs> the worst part was, I still have no idea where that dude came from. No, because he was, it's three miles from the nearest access no point on the backside. And we walked in, and we were the only truck down there. Yeah. Which was baffling on so many levels. Yeah. So he was either lost or God bless him because he went on a. That dude has a podcast and he's saying the exact same thing. About you. <laughs> I walked up on my and see down here. Yeah. <laughs> I was all over this goblin bird. And I then... chased it from three hills. <laughs> but the second day was better because me. <laughs> we worked that bird. Where was like three birds? Well, the shaman. That was. Yeah. You didn't believe me about the shaman. Yeah. So we walked in at like six thirty. <laughs> we walked in at six thirty in the morning. No, well five thirty. It was early. It was five thirty. Yeah. yeah. So he had Sabelli had never experienced it before, but the first gobble of the morning is obviously the sacred gobble. Mm-hmm. So we hear this gobble, and me and Boer give each other the wide eyes, like, mm-hmm. "Let's go, let's go." <laughs> Game on. We take off twenty miles an hour up this mm-hmm. hill like this. Sabelli's like. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it up the hill. <laughs> so we get up to the top and we sit down and they were going nuts down in that hollow and that bull in the morning. Oh yeah. That's a prime stretch though. Now and then good. what we had one gobble on the backside of us and we they kept, were, we kept switching spots because yeah. we were trying to get in between where they were. We going. rolled around the bull. Yeah. Because we thought they were coming in the bowl, but they were actually coming up to the opposite side of the bowl there. Yeah. On us. Well, but they came from, there was that two. One there dude was, was one, calling them yeah. in. That one turkey. Yeah. That's what we were calling on the shaman. He was like summoning his children yeah. to mm-hmm. the freaking corner of the hill. And I mean, we had what? <laughs> like, oh, there's one coming. There's one coming. Gobble, gobble, gobble. And the next thing you know, it's past us. Well, fuck. And the next thing you know, there's it, it was so It was so weird because they were coming down another one and they were yeah. gobbling at each other. And I was like, son of a bitch. My rule of thumb is if, uh, if after nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, if I can get a turkey to gobble to me twice within like while it's moving, I'm pretty confident I'm going to kill that bird. This bird would gobble, cut 100 yards, gobble, and then I'm like, all right, it cut 100 yards, it's coming right to me, next gobble should be within view. It would shut up, circle out around, 20 minutes later, you'd hear a gobble on the backside of you. I was like, what in the world is this turkey doing? Like, it would gobble and circle, it was like a coyote almost, it would circle around and try to get around you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was, the crazy part was, is like, where we were hunting is like, land that is very well known to me yeah like i you know this is like area i've hunted yeah since i've been like 14 
you know, we're in like prime time feeding area. Like when they're gobbling around that, like they're coming. It was you a good I mean? area because I remember when There's I was driving into your, when I was driving into your camp, I saw all those ones out there in the morning. Yeah. And we went there the next morning and didn't even hear a peep. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, fuck me. I'm done guiding. Yeah. So it's up to you now. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. But so, yeah, it was like yeah. where we were, I've, I, I've had birds right there. You yeah. Know? Like this, what was happening was they were like, sh- seriously going to that one gobbler that was hitting in the roost because he was hammering in the roost yeah before he got down oh they were going nuts off roost he was calling them right over to him dude mm-hmm. there was his yeah. birds just, it was gobble, weird gobble, though gobble, because gobble, 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 yeah. all the way over to him dude yeah. it was like wild. submissive gobblers were going to this gobbler mm-hmm. it and was it was weird they were having like you know gobbler sacrifices over yeah. on like the opposite yeah. side of the <laughs> hell <laughs> <laughs> over there but yeah. I, I want to be honest with you the second day I the thought that one, the, f- the first one we, f- the first one we striked up, he kind of like made a detour to us. Yeah. Cause remember you guys were set up away from oh, me. Adam, I, was like, Dude, I, 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 I knew I heard one and I was like, it was like 10 o'clock time period. And I was like, he gobbled about 250 yards away and then gobbled a hundred yards he was away. Clo- that was the closest. And I was like, this is it. This is it. We got him. And I set up further behind you guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nothing out around, yep. gobbled on the backside of that us. one. I was shitting a little bit because I was like, "This is a big bird." I thought we this said is, this is not a small bird. It's coming in. I'm like, the whole thing like, was belly dumb. Yeah, it's crazy. You can tell. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Like, this you is not tell, a small yeah. one. Yeah. We, we switched <laughs> spots, and I was like, he shot up for 20 minutes. And mm. I thought, oh, we got too close and spooked him. Yeah. And then he gobbled again, and I was like, oh, maybe He's we didn't, but yeah. <laughs> This is in Thai Nesta, where you're hunting? Maybe. Yeah. This was in... There are woods there. in Cleveland. There are woods there. I feel there. like somebody said Thai Nesta. Uh, we were right on Lake Erie. Yeah. The, the uh, Thai yeah. Nesta National Forest. <laughs> you guys know where Monroeville is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nowhere near there. The, the goblin birds in Monroeville. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of cobblers. And there's actually a lot of turkey in there. I got conversation with literally everything, really? which yeah. is just a little bit north. Fun My brother in law is a camper to you. Yeah, I love, you know, but the birds act totally different. I'm in Marionville, and if you you see a bird, you're lucky. Yeah, that's right. After the first day, it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. slim pickings. I'll never slim where pickings. my camp is again because there are way too many hunters there now. Yeah. If you, you have a honey hole. That's the way it is, yeah. too. Yeah. If you get a bird up there, I mean, listen, down here, there's a lot of really nice birds. I don't birds. think my camp counts, though. No, I'm not going to lump it in there, but Unless- <laughs> like if you say the national forest at large, like over the areas I hunt, etc. You if hunt you, the national forest. I hunt the the hardwoods. Right. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not tooting my yeah, horn when I say that. I'm using air. I'm using air fingers when I say that. Hunting down here for a turkey is not the same as hunting up oh, there. It's completely not people close. don't yeah. want to see. Like uh, people don't want to say that. Yeah. Listen, if I get my ass kicked up for the first two weeks. Yeah, I'm coming down here. I'm going to shoot a goddamn bird, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And so is everybody else. But the dudes that don't want to admit that, like, it is a harder hunt up there. Mm-hmm. Well, You're even, a lot more yeah. ground. Even Seth, I, I swear I say to you every year, it's like, I want to get a big woods gobbler. It's, yeah. it, it is, it is. When you can't put your decoys up in the, in the edge of a field and have them come into it, and when you're hunting all hardwoods, I mean, it's just, it's a completely different game. 100%. Completely different game. 100%. I mean, everything up there is trying to kill those birds. Yeah. Down here, you could have the same 20 birds that live on the edge of a cornfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You know, they're, the worst, they're every morning feeding. Yeah. The worst thing that's yeah. happened to them is the neighbor's dog barked at them. Well, <laughs> yeah. Then I mean, they like, get out in these big open fields. You know how good their eyes are. Oh, yeah. They're feeling pretty safe in the middle yeah. of those yeah. fields. But, oh, yeah. You know, if you're calling in in the middle of the National Forest, 
you know, those birds are high alert. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been you on know. call sequences with birds that I've called, you know, across rivers up yeah. there. And it's, burp, burp, you know, well, like, here's it, another point, too, to make. ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. There's another level of difficulty up there because 90% of the woods up there, you can see 300 yards. Yes. And yes. that bird will see the position you're calling from yes. way before you can ever make a play on him in all reality, yes. which is why that area where the three of us went and Sabelli got his bird, that same tree we've killed three turkeys out of. That same tree because it's in a yeah. perfect spot with three different diversities of habitat all coming together in one spot, and it's kind of crested on two sides, yep. so the birds have to come in. They yeah. have to commit. That's a, yeah. Around here, you it's have like the habitat. Funnel. You can hear a bird. You have enough little plays and little hills and little ravines and thick enough property, stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. You can you can get into the right position. Yep. Up there in the big woods, you don't typically get in the position you want to get in. You get in the position you're able to get yep. in without the yes. bird seeing you, and a That's lot of it. times you mess up. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you guys use decoys in the big woods? No. No. Not in the big woods, no. I didn't think my mentor growing up. I mean, he's he's like shit. He's almost ninety now, but he uh, never uses decoys up there ever. He actually never uses decoys anywhere, and he made a lot of good points. Is the weather changes up there and the wind blow? I mean, obviously, two twenty years ago they didn't have the same de- or thirty forty years ago whenever he was hunting they didn't have the same decoys they had the foam shitty whatever right right those motherfuckers would be flipping around in the wind oh, whatever yeah. spook yeah. it whatever but. My dad still has a foam decoy called Henrietta. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. There's Great dudes game. who swear by them. They still use them, but, you know, I, I got a foam I've, decoy. They, I, I see turkeys come up my and setup. see a foam decoy and literally take off. Yeah, <laughs> big, big Gene, don't play those games because those birds decoys. know what birds are with them. They know if there's an outside or something's goofy. I still you know? think the bird you shot saw a decoy and it freaked spooked. out because yeah. we were using a single yeah. hen decoy. And a lot of times when I'm in the big woods, I will only carry a single hen decoy just because of the fact that, again, they are seeing your position from 300 yards away. There's got to be a bird there yeah. sometimes. I mean, if you're not in the right setup, there's got to be something there. So every time we've killed birds up there, we've had decoys up. Me not, no, but yeah. I mean, like me personally, yeah. from that spot, we had decoys up and actually almost ruined a hunt for us. Because there was a very off-put bird, was not a very aggressive bird, and it came up to my decoy setup. I had a fanned Jacob yeah. with a with a hen decoy, and he saw it and actually circled and got got the hell out. My buddy that I was with was the shooter, 
I was running camera. Well, he happened to circle around and I shot and killed it because it got to our left, hard left, trying to escape. But yeah. it didn't like the decoys. It really didn't. No, you could you could actually like interpret our video four or five different ways, but it's either they spooked on one of us or they spooked on the decoys. There was no other. And the, the, the more, I mean, it could literally be 50-50 either way. My experience up there is if you're not on a field, don't put a decoy out. Yeah. That's that's kind of my rule. That's, my, that's, yeah. that's where I'm at too. Like yeah. if I'm not hunting the field edge, I don't. If I'm hunting hardwoods, I don't put a decoy out. You normally because yeah. here's the other thing too in the hardwoods. Sorry. Like if you're around some blowdowns or some other stuff, you could put that decoy up. They might not see it till they're within that almost closing range. That seventy to like you know what I mean. Like it might just be in the right angle that they come some certain way. And I've had that before, you know, two or three years ago, three or four years ago, I've had, I had one come in. I had a single decoy out. It looked at the decoy and then it sniped me right there. Like no problem. And then I ended up tumbling that bird, not getting it. You know, it's kind of a, mm, can roll the dice. It might work, but probably not up there. You know, in my experience, at least it's tough. Definitely depends where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah. All and whether you really so. want, yeah, really, if you want to carry it or not. I mean, you <laughs> that, gotta, that is the other thing. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, because I mean, you really want to. If you want to carry a nice decoy, like you're not, you know, just gonna like, it's not a collapsible thing. That you no, can it's put not. In Usually, I have one over each shoulder, <laughs> yeah. and I just I'm walking through the woods like Rambo, made with Santa Claus. You know, yeah, it's unreal. But typically, a lot of times when I'm up there, I run one hand on my back and that thing, in a little pack. It's it's nothing. Little bag. It's yeah, because up there, I mean, you could hit a gobble, another hillside away. Guess what? You're going another mile and a half, buddy, yeah. at 8 a.m. That's what I did in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You guys, Three miles. Ridge. Have you guys seen Virginia's a decoy tough. that I can't think of the name of it? I have one now. It's like an umbrella, and you open it up, and it has the feathers that come uh, out. It has the fan open. Yeah. It has, like, the molded rubber head. It was not, yeah. like, some strange. Well, we were talking about the funky chicken, which doesn't even look like a turkey at all at, at all except <laughs> for the head now i've had great success in turkeys great you know success. will come in but i've also had hunters you know they looked pretty young it was a long ways away like 80 yards but i've had people pull up on a funky chicken decoy you know so if people are pulling up on that if you got something a little more realistic oh, yeah. You know, with yeah, a full be fan, careful. Yeah. You better it's wide open space. Be, well, you got to pay attention as to where you're setting up behind that decoy. Correct. You know, think about okay. I swear, I want to set my decoy, but if somebody comes up from the opposite direction, where are they going to be aiming? Don't put yourself behind that decoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there's sure. no point. Which, you know, either which, a turkey's going to come into it's your a decoy. For two reasons. Too one. The bird's not going to catch you. That's you're not right, in the line right. of sight, and two, you're not going to get shot. Right. But can I please, for the love of God, see if any of you can answer this question? <laughs> Why in hell, when you're just pop, 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 calling, do people call back at you and then stalk you? Yeah. Right. Never hear a gobble. Mm-hmm. Stalk a hen. Yep. But stalk they're stalking a hen. A hen. Yep. Remember, remember me Anyone? and you were over behind Austin's uncle's house? Remember that night? Yeah. That, or that <laughs> night, that afternoon? Yeah. We thought yeah. it was a dude totally calling back at nighttime. us. And we're just like laughing, carrying on. We're like, dude, let's light them up. So we're like, like back and forth with each other. Sure, shit, here comes a hen. Oh, yeah, you can get some uh, Terminator run up the hill. We're like, sure. What's funny is like. (laughs) So we were here about a week ago. What was it, two weeks ago, maybe? Two weeks. Maybe two. Uh, Just having a good time, uh, eating some pizza, drinking beer, taking some shots. About the same thing as tonight. Same exact thing we were doing (laughs) right this moment. 
Well, um, like I said, somebody, I'm not going to point fingers or mention names. I will. Failed to push the record button <laughs> or pressed it multiple times. That's more accurate. Failing to not record. Yes. So that was, I, I think it was just another excuse to get me back. <laughs> this is all We're actually all like a again. true story. Chuck literally didn't hit the record button. No, 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 no. I hit it. It recorded the entire episode. And then at the end, I tried to hit it again, and um, unfortunately... Don't let him fool you. I hit it twice. And when you hit it twice, like real fast, it doesn't have enough time to process to save the prior recording. because oh, He's going to wait too technical. He's making excuses. I'll do it right now. So Chucky texted me the other day. He said, <laughs> what a tragedy. Wink, wink. Another excuse to drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, on a lighter note, we're here. It's season two. Joe's back for the consecutive yeah back to back weeks something I don't know what you want to call it anyway but we got the mooch this time yeah welcome welcome kind of he's welcoming <laughs> you to their own podcast yeah welcome to your own podcast yes, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm a part of the podcast at this point but <laughs> oh, I mean you're a part of the family at <laughs> you've large been you've been to all of them all four yeah I mean you're you're definitely a part of the crew at large. Like, without a doubt, obviously. The fam. Yeah, the, the fam. The extended fam. Yep. So today, dude, we had like a bunch of crazy shit going on today. And we started talking at like, what, 8 o'clock? It's like 8 o'clock tonight, but like 8 o'clock this morning, me yeah. and you were talking. And I was kept- on the road at 5. I texted you just to try to make this work today because we had a lot of shit going on. Very uh, rare for you ate shit today a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I was just down at a Pennsylvania State Hunt. Uh, for WTDA, World Tree Dog Association. Rough day. She didn't look great, but tree two squirrels, just not enough to get into the finals. But you have those I days. mean, what, two weeks ago when we were talking to you when Chucky didn't record, we were <laughs> talking about you, like, coming in, like, yeah, you know, placing in the top was, five. Uh, she was second at Grand Nationals that day. That actually day we recorded that podcast, which, come to think of it, it's probably a good thing that got deleted because there is a... Uh, there is or is not still frames of me falling asleep mid-podcast. <laughs> that was after your episode, though, technically. Yeah, I mean, we were raging. I mean, was, you, sh- you should know that better than anybody coming into uh, the same yeah. basement as me. Yep. <laughs> Hence why the uh, old crow is in full effect tonight. I mean, you, you brought it yourself. That's, I did. You did. You I initiated bitch. this problem. I am the problem. <laughs> That's not not factual. And I literally started <laughs> this episode with me saying... Hey, you know, I remember I was listening to thing the other day. We said we need to dry out a little bit. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it at all. I will allow it. Mooch, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, I'm good with the old crow. Yeah. <laughs> One more? I'll fly with the crow. He flies with the crow. Fly with the crow. You fly with the crow, you die with the crow. Well, I've seen to, like, inherit the moniker of the old crow. I mean, that's what my my old man's call sign was for the longest ass time there i didn't know old crow existed until your camp <laughs> me, me neither well i mean that's why they called him the old crow that's what yeah. he drank and i seem to have like inherited that moniker over the years I was, i'm being dead serious that was the first time i knew what old crow was because we were pounding shots before turkey season at your camp <laughs> <laughs> while sabelli watched us in disbelief <laughs> he Listen, it made no sense to me. Sibeli drank him when we told him to drink him. I'll tell you that. He did what he was told. I'm not going to say that he, I'm not gonna say <laughs> he, that he hung. I'm not going to say that he survived, but he did it when we told <laughs> him to do it. Puts lotion on the skin. Yeah. When 430 rolled around, he wasn't 
He wasn't didn't, didn't have much pep in his step. It it was very cool. Like I mean, Jeff's like first time turkey hunting was like I mean more or less with me, and I, I we we kind of like had this like thing. It's like hey, I'll come film you deer hunting, but you know make sure you come turkey hunting. Like I kind of saw him, but he was already a hunter at that point. You know. Not not saying Sibeli wasn't a hunter, but like you know, we kind of uh, got. I'll to say it. if you're not going to say it, I'll say it. We introduced them to it, and yeah, I mean, we got to see those Willow, baby yeah. steps, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a very cool thing. Wasn't kinda... wasn't the squirrel you shot the first thing you've ever actually like? Yeah. Hunt? You go, yeah. Spelly's off camera; you can't see him, but he's yeah. he's nodding his head. And uh, it, it was a very cool thing to watch, you know. After already like seeing somebody like that, I brought in. I'm like, dude, this is what really gets me jacked up, and like you know, you got to witness him see the shit that really got you jacked up and then like to like have somebody else that is you know on that same level as you such a cool thing which at that time i don't think he understood the full effect no no not at all and and that's not it's not a dig at him either you know that's such a cool thing it's like you know yeah you you've killed a few birds in your day you've done whatever but like to see someone else like their eyes like light up because like oh shit you know this bird just like almost took our heads off because it flew past us or you know the first time you see someone's reaction to a gobble and yeah all of a sudden, it's very cool stuff like outside of seeing a bird get shot it's a progression that's that's pretty neat to see when you're taking a new especially an adult hunter out Oh, for yeah. the first time because, you know, this is what we've been doing for a while now and we love it. But to take someone else out, they can't fully appreciate it because they haven't done it enough. No, no. Five years from now, if he continues to hunt and gets more experience and has those bad beat ups and, you know, days where you go all day he, he and don't hear experience the I want to throw my shotgun into the river. Though. He hasn't but, had right, that yet. Right. That's what I mean. But he that's awesome. Not, he has not even come close to having that experience. Get yet. you about two years of that and you'll start to look back and go, damn, that first day. But like, that first and, trip. And also, you were there. So I don't know if you were there. He wasn't there. No, for the squirrel. Jeff's not here right now. Yeah, he was there. When we took him for the first squirrel hunt. Yeah, he was there with his son. You were there. Yeah, because yeah. your boy was there. Yeah. And it was our youth hunt. But so we added Sabelli in too. <laughs> he, he was one of our youth. That's right. Sabelli was a youth hunter. But he, his mind was like, I had met him before, but. I mean, we've known him all of our life. That's what's really cool about it too. We weren't it's as like, close as we are now. Yeah. But he was, I think he had an absolute blast and we shot 10 squirrels that day. Oh, dude, we killed it that day. We got a one man limit. That's yeah. incredible. That's hard to do, especially when you're hunting with. I mean, even if you're hunting with two guys to get a we one man limit, we missed quite a few. I think too. That was a thing. It, it was a rough day, but but we were also with kids, yeah, and we were, you know, kind of a weird fun, weird time of year, you know. But that's the thing. We're here, there to have fun. Oh, absolutely. I think that was the time when I spiraled that squirrel you off did. the tree, right? You did. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like complete anarchy. <laughs> that squirrel. And just that was when I told Boer not to shoot on the ground. Boom! Boom! Yeah. Boom! <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Three shots, we're all in a circle, and he's just bow, bow, bow. We weren't. We'll talk about that off camera, because I'll, I'll defend myself on that one. Anywho, but yes, taking a new hunter on like a, I mean, I guess in Pennsylvania, it's considered a big game animal as a turkey. Turkey's considered a big game. Yeah. To, I, I think it is. To see. I've I seen, think turkey's harder to shoot than a deer. 100%. Absolutely. In the spring, especially. Absolutely. Especially for That's, a youth hunter. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, no, it's not even not even a competition. But to really see someone's reaction to 
never mind even seeing the animal to like getting answers on the call to yeah. and i mean this this is coming from someone who me and chuck have been involved with youth hunting for quite a while mm-hmm. i mean me with nwtf and you know taking kids out that have never heard a turkey answer or anything and them hearing a gobble for the first time and it was like you know like a mile away and they're like it still gets me going i've been doing oh, this yeah. for how long it- i like to see these kids like holy shit my wife makes fun of me because I'll go on the back porch and just yell at 7 o'clock in the morning to try to get a shock gobble. And I'm like, oh, they just gobbled. Yeah. And she just laughs at me like, you're, you're an idiot. Between me being gone with Willow and turkey season and deer season, it, uh, yeah, she's, God bless them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of went on a tangent there, but Joe, I mean, this is kind of like what, like the wrap up of like your season for Rudd and Willow, right? Yeah, it's 2021 seasons over. So like the world hunt. Which was is last cr- week, which is crazy. Two, two weeks ago, I went down. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Said the world hunt. So like his dog is ranked in the world. We went down there, and it was so we went down Wednesday, and we hunted. We just messed around Wednesday. The junior hunt started Thursday. I judged the junior hunt Thursday. I hunted in like a shootout hunt Friday. She was a mile away. The entire cast. She just blew out. There was nothing moving. From Friday night, so it was 65 degrees and sunny all week. Friday night, the temperatures dropped down to 30 degrees, and we got two inches of snow Friday night. So it's not like it is up here, where those squirrels are used to that, and they move no matter what. Down there, when it gets that cold, those squirrels do not leave their dens. So Saturday morning, we drew out for the world hunt, and she did not bark for the hour and a half cast. Never barked, never made a tree, nothing like that. There was nothing moving, so... People that don't understand the way your dog works is like the squirrels in the morning come out of the trees, run across the ground, and then go back into a tree. Yeah. And then she follows those tracks, right? So for the people at home, it's not like the squirrel comes out to your feeder and just sits there all day and gets fat. You're kind of just <laughs> cutting them into a, a pasture of woods, and wherever they find that squirrel sitting in a tree, that's where they go to. Yeah, so you want the, the fresh tracks, like when they come out, if you think of it like, the squirrels come out of the tree, do their thing, yeah. and go back in. The tracks from that morning, that's when Willow, like, really hits it. That's his dog, Willow, obviously. But Yeah. The 2021 Squirrel Series was decent. Actually, Jeff, my favorite episode was with your son. That is a very good one to watch. Um, all of those episodes are with the GoPro, though, so it's kind of shaky. But the new one, we got a new camera, and we got a professional editor, Mr. Boo, on the camera. So Oh, God. We are... I am very, moves, I'm, I'm very excited for the 2020 yeah, dude. I, I, honestly, I am ecstatic to see what Booger came up with. There's, there's some good clips in there. We got some spicy shit going on. So Sabelli's featured in one of the episodes. Oh, never mind. I'm not watching. <laughs> Don't make us that anyway. it, It's kind of funny. He's he's the newest member, so he's kind of the squid. Yeah, he's the low man. Yeah, he's the squid. I was the low man. Now he's the low man. <laughs> Actually, no, Jeff was the low man, right? I come on before Jeff or no? No, I didn't. No, Jeff was on way before you. I, I will say, we, I make fun of Sibeli a lot, but he's the one person that I can call Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Guy don't fucking and, work. Listen, he's the one dumb enough to walk a mile to Willow. No matter where she's treed, he's right with me coming no matter what. There's a lot of people who like, oh, she's like 300 yards. I don't want to walk that far. Not, not you guys. But Go ahead, Chuck. Say it. Say it, Chuck. No, I mean, squirrel hunting, I don't care. Go ahead, say it. You like to be punished. 
And I get that, but for squirrel hunting, you got to go where the dog goes. I mean, that's plain and simple. You're following the dog, that's yeah. it. No matter the where that we dog went out is, you're playing get favorites it. right now. You're Dude, that favorites. one time we went, I mean, I think I think Willow was treed like 600 or almost 800 yards yeah, out. She was deep that day. She was way back in that, on yeah, the water there that I, I day. I told you guys, like, let's start walking because yeah. I knew she was... There it were, took us like 10, 15 there. minutes to get there because we had the kids with us, obviously, right. so it wasn't as fast as just me walking to her, but... Yeah, she sure was enough. There was out there and there was a squirrel there. Mm-hmm. That's such a good time, though. I mean, it's I love it. It's such a laid back thing too. Like thinking about it in like comparison to other hunts that you go on, like spring turkey. When we go out, it's like serious, like game time. Like when you're going archery and you're climbing the tree, it's serious game time. Like whenever you're going squirrel with willow, you know, it's like, hey man, yeah. let her take a shit and I'm gonna cut her loose real quick, and then you kind of <laughs> just chill out. You know, I and mean, we talked about it before. Like growing up for me personally. I went squirrel hunting from the time I was six years old to now. But when deer season rolled around, my dad was always like, uh, you're you're not ready yet. Yeah. You can't hold still. And that's you, true. You can't sit all day. That's true. Turkey season, he was like, he would put me like underground, basically. <laughs> Bury you in leaves. <laughs> and he'd be like, he would sit beside me and be like, let out five yelps. And then he'd be like, sit down and be quiet. Yeah, it was just like you're not ready yet until like the finally time you could actually sit and withstand the yeah. misery of just sitting there and not moving forever. But with yeah. squirrel hunting, especially with a dog, it doesn't matter how loud you are. It doesn't matter what you do. You can walk around. You can yeah. punch a trumpet. Don't matter. It's whatever that dog does. Dog trees. Boom. Yep. If you see a squirrel, you're great. If not, move on. To the I next think one. that's the appeal with waterfowl hunting as well. A lot of guys talk about, you know, well, we can be loud, we can talk to each other, yeah. we can kick it. But the thing with waterfowl is you still got to wait for the animal to come to you. Yeah. When you're squirrel hunting, especially with a dog, you're going to that animal. You're going the whole time. Yeah. The whole time there's action. And I've told everyone that, you know, this is not your average squirrel hunting. Like, this is next level. No, there's, there's a hunting. big difference between still squirrel hunting and hunting with a dog. For sure. For no, sure. What's awesome, too, is whenever we tell people, like, hey, we like, hunting with a bow when we go with that's you. funny too yeah and ironically enough our video not not this this recent year the year prior is like our fourth most viewed video really yeah i, I didn't just, even know that yeah i was the just one looking at he, that the jason Bourne one no no, 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 no that was that actually. was the very that was the first time we ever hunted together. yeah that was the very first one i mean yeah. that was shit that was four years ago now that was at my farm yeah yeah that would make sense yeah so that one it's got a few views, but the not this last year, the year before, it's like our like fourth or fifth most viewed video on our YouTube. That channel. was the one at the spot we went to this year, but last year. Yeah, and that was the one where we I'm had not the. Uh, say where we went. Don't yeah. do it. Any comment? I got no comment. <laughs> Just being real quiet over there. He is. <clears throat> Get in there, bud. Check check. <laughs> <laughs> we we like tagging you out real quick. Adios, boys. <laughs> Mooches out. We're back on after a short intermission. Short intermission. Short but necessary. Jeff looks a lot more alive now. Oh, I feel Dude, much look better. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> he looks so much better. I didn't get you a water though, so. <laughs> we I'll ended very this. abruptly. <laughs> we took a break very abruptly. That was a little break. I don't know if you want to like. It came to a screeching no. halt. Yeah. Kind of elaborate is, on that. No, we don't quick. have to elaborate. The pizza took over and then that just should say enough. I mean, it didn't affect me. No, me and Bill were fine. Yeah. Well, we grew up tough, you know what I mean, Joe? Yeah. Some people are on, you know, strict programs. Some people have it, some people don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
<laughs> some people fall out of chairs. You know, some people don't. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Everybody just totally missed that joke, but it's okay. Jeff We're here. It was one of those things you had to be here to. Oh my god! See it. I was trying to show him a picture of a pretty nice white-tailed animal, and uh, Jeff got a little too leany. Chair kind of come out from under him. I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> These are sheepskin sh- <laughs> seat covers. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. Well, I love it. I love Willow. I love that you have a freaking squirrel dog. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I'm really pushing for another one. My wife is opposing, but we're working on it. We're yeah. getting there. Well, you just got to push, like, you know, hey, we're going to retire Willow. That's, yeah. She'll that's be your baby. Here shortly, yeah. Yeah, that's your baby. You'll be with her. You can get her back into fat shape oh, she again. She will be fat by September again. <laughs> How old is Willow now? She'll be six. Come on. Oh, up. nice. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Like she's yeah, that crazy. Old. Yeah, yeah, me too. Really? That's what I said. So I got her when I got out of the academy. And I didn't really even push her until she was three. Which was about whenever we like. Well, we like really started getting together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So is there anything else we want to talk about in regards to squirrel hunting, willow, competition? We'll we'll touch on the squirrel series coming out. Like I said before, I I am actually extremely excited for this year's squirrel series. Last year, I didn't feel like we had the reach. The content wasn't extremely over impressive. This year, I am extremely excited about the content we're about to put out, as well as the editing front. It's going to be really good, I think. So, Whisper in the Wind Outdoors, Instagram, YouTube, it's coming soon. By the time this drops, it might already be out. These guys will let you know very soon about when it's going to drop, so it's going to be really good, I think. In the meantime, (laughs) while you guys are waiting for the 2022 Squirrel Series to drop, check out the 2021 series, Episode 3. With Jeff and his son. There you go. I'll be honest, that's my favorite. So uh, check that out. Colin shoots, what, three or four squirrels? Three or four, yeah. yeah. We yeah, raised He, he, he might have missed one, too. Yeah. yeah. We had a, we had a, you were, had the 410 on yeah, him. So yeah, the 410. It, it was tough to reach sometimes, but no, it's tough. it was fun. Willow drug him around a little bit. I gave Willow, Good. I gave him the lead to carry Willow Good. around. Good. Just dragging him through the field. <laughs> I mean, I've already seen him. I'm saying good like I've never seen him. But yes, good. <laughs> but yeah, we can change the subject now if you want to. Well, my dude, we're kind of getting to the end here. What, what do you got to say for yourself? Me or him? Everybody. Go I got, ahead. Go ahead, Chucky. You're good. I got little to say about myself. I'll say about you guys. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize for the last episode that we totally botched. I botched. But... This one was fun. It was good to have you all back. The Marcelloni's pizza was phenomenal. Yeah, I think we can all fun. agree on that. Pizza's without a doubt the best part of this. Pizza might be the reason Joe keeps coming back. Absolutely. But thank you, Joe. I really appreciate it, man. No, I, it's I, all thank you for having me, and it's a blast always coming to hang out with you guys. Um, as we touched on earlier, Whisper in the Wind Outdoors, Instagram, YouTube, uh, 2022 Squirrel Series is dropping soon. And hopefully 2022 spring turkey kill will be dropping within the next couple months as well. Month and a half. That's hopeful. It's not a guarantee, but fingers crossed. We're going to try all of us. So stay tuned. Keep posted on the page as well as Northern Outcast Outdoors and Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Uh, That's right. Monitor them both and we'll have some solid content coming out. I believe we will. I'm going to wrap her up. That's it. That's all I got. Answer the call, my dudes. It's been fun.